Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Hopefully you're driving or walking or running or just doing whatever you're doing safely in the rain that is happening in South Florida right now. Nasty outside. Got some extra time, though. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just look for the handle at Dan Day Radio. It is a feel-good Friday. Still going to be making you feel good, not just with my sunny personality, but also with some reggae music throughout. Make you say Irie, plus the Joe Rose Show. Going to be talking to a commentator for Miami football, DBJ, Don Bailey Jr. He also sells carpeting. He also posts half-naked pictures of himself on billboards all across South Florida. So that'll make you feel good on a Friday. Going to talk about the big Canes pit game happening tomorrow. Dan Levitard Show. They're going to be checking in with wrestler Chris Jericho. He's going to be their celebrity prognosticator. Then Hawk and Crowder, an emergency edition of Sat Your Ass Down. It has to be said like that. No emergency right now, but these are the headlines that are brought to you by the Modelo Especial Sports Desk. Le'Veon Bell, although he considered Miami, has signed a one-year deal with the Chiefs. The Dolphins play his former team, the Jets, Sunday at 4 here on 560 The Joe. Don Mattingly has been named Sporting News' NL Manager of the Year. In the NLB playoffs, Tampa looks to advance to the World Series over Houston. That game is going to start just minutes from now, while Atlanta tries to do the same against the Dodgers at 9. Tonight in college football, it's Tulane and SMU. That game will kick off in just minutes, followed by BYU and Houston at 9.30. Miami plays Pitt tomorrow at noon. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. Inter-Miami has not lost in its last three matches. They put that on the line tomorrow night when they face the Thierry Henry managed Montreal impact at 7. FIU has postponed their game this weekend against Charlotte after several players tested positive for COVID-19. No makeup date has been set. Headline sponsored by Modelo Especial, the perfect beer for your home tailgate. Modelo Especial, a beer brewed with a fighting spirit. And just in time for the weekend, you don't just get some Modelo Especial, you get a little relief from the day spa. Oh, yeah. Update on the lemur stolen from the San Francisco Zoo. Zoo officials are offering $2,100 reward for its return. I still think it's better to steal smokes, booze, and bubblegum. A Fort Lauderdale man recently suffered a heat stroke while mowing his lawn. Luckily, firefighters resuscitated him, then finished mowing his lawn. Guys, don't get any ideas of faking medical problems to get out of doing yard work. 
One in three Brits admit to only washing their bed sheets once a year. Hmm. Guess it all depends on how much action it sees. An Uber passenger in Great Britain has been arrested after farting in an Uber, being ordered to get out, attacking the driver, then getting beat up by the driver. Worst Uber ride ever. Finland's prime minister is catching criticism after wearing a low-cut blazer during a TV appearance. I'm cool with her doing that, but let's just hope our presidential candidates don't do the same. Ugh. Now on the weather, tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. Waking up in the morning, one thing is for sure here in South Florida, Joe Rose is going to be on your radio. He's been on for decades and he ain't going anywhere anytime soon. He's Zach Kranz Hollywood. They make it rain on your radio from 6 to 10 weekdays this morning. Kind of rained on their parade a little bit, had some technical issues. So Joe and Zach and Hollywood doing it over the phone. That's not a problem. They had DBJ in the house. DBJ, he sells flooring. He takes pictures of his muscular body and puts it up on billboards all across South Florida. He is also, along with Joe Zagaki, one of the announcers for the Hurricanes radio broadcast that you'll hear tomorrow night right here on 560 The Joe. And DBJ always has those funny lines planted by Hawk and Crowder. Got to listen for those. It makes it all worthwhile. And we're going to check in with Hawk and Crowder in just a little bit. But right now, let's get into Joe Rose and DBJ talking about can the Canes get over Clemson? How's Manny Diaz disciplining players and getting the penalties that seem to keep happening over and over again. They give us a wide-out assessment. Linebackers plug-and-play is kind of tough, and they get us ready for tomorrow's pit game. All right, well, we got ourselves a big college football game, Hard Rock Stadium at noon tomorrow. Find out Miami Hurricanes get over the hangover, that Clemson loss, and get ready for the Pitt Panthers, the man that will be part of the call on 560 on the radio broadcast tomorrow with Joe Z will be the man joining us right now. Don Bailey Jr. Don, how you doing this morning, morning, sir? Good morning, Joseph. How are you? Oh, man, phone to phone, it's beautiful. We just got to get some things worked out at, uh, at the studios. We're, we're doing okay. You know, I always like to say this, Don, you can't mess up a Friday, man. That means, right? You, you sure can't mess up a Friday. You're right about that. <laughs> Big, Steph, Big Steph will get you taken care of over there. He'll get you right. Hey, uh, so so let's, let's get into it. First of all, is this team going to be over what just took place last week where they got kicked around pretty good by Clemson? Do you expect what we've seen in the past, or is this a, a new team that's going to play Pitt tomorrow? You know, Joe, that's a, it's a great question, and it's something that's got to be determined. But I was at practice on Tuesday, and – I saw no remnants of the hangover. I saw nothing that led me to believe that this team hadn't matured out of that mindset that they had last year where they had more than a hangover. I mean, it was, it was a, a monstrous hangover that, yeah. uh, that, caused them, that caused them a lot of problems. And it was hangover. It's one thing to have a hangover after losing to the number one team. It's another thing to have a hangover after losing to a Duke or a, or a, or a FIU. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a maturity yeah. deal there to me. So. I think that um, when you look at it that way, you've got to understand that we got to, it's, it's to be determined because Pitt's a quality opponent. This is not going to be this is not going to be a lay down. This isn't a, this isn't a homecoming game, right? This is Pitt's, Pitt should be undefeated. You know, they're two points away from being undefeated, and they're averaging five sacks a game, so they're going to put pressure on Miami. Yeah, hey, uh, we we got so many different things to to talk about. First of all, I want to talk about the penalties. I know we got a lot of stuff on the text machine this past week about does Manny do anything? 
far as discipline for all these guys to keep making these and keep having these same kinds of penalties that that frustrate you and stop you from winning games. How does Manny deal with uh, with guys that doing the same kind of penalties over and over? You know, I've seen I've seen it basically handled the same way forever. And and what that is is that they have officials at every single practice or 90% of the practices, okay? Um, they have officials as many times as they can have in the preseason. They go over the rules continuously. Then you have situations like you did where you have 15 penalties in a ball game and then you got to ask your question is is what I'm doing working because I am punishing the team he's not punishing just the guy if they the whole team is punished or, or has to do extra work if there's a penalty so you're going to get the peer pressure that comes with it you're going to get you're going to get the individual coaching that comes with it from the film because then they watch all the penalties as a team too. So it's not like you know if an offensive lineman's got it, they go to that room and they discuss it. Nobody else. It's you're brought out in front of everybody. You know the only thing left to do is to start sitting people down. And yeah. I'm not sitting anybody down. I'm not, I mean you know I'm not sitting a guy down. To me, sometimes you know take for example Trevor Lawrence got a penalty for slamming the ball down in the end zone in that game. Okay, and the coaches came out and said, well, we can't have that. He came to the sideline and and apologized. I want my guy playing like that. I don't mind that. You know, I'm going to say all the right Right. things, but I want my quarterback to be upset and pissed off that that something's happening and competing. So, you know, it's, it's just I don't think you can I don't think you can really punish them any more than you're doing. I don't have an answer on what you could do more because I think they're doing everything eventually. The guy's got to start saying, hey, let me start playing with this. And, you know, you and I can spend a year on the targeting uh, penalties. Well, it's just the fact that it happens the same guy's got a lot of a lot of people frustrated <laughs> whether, you know, he's an, he's now a marked guy. I mean, everybody in ACC Absolutely. knows, right? Yeah. He's, he's going to yeah. be a guy that like, all right, you're out. Or, or they're checking he's, and they go, we made the wrong call, but we still checked it to see. Joe, you know what? He's been targeted himself. He's a guy that's been targeted himself. Now he's targeted as the targeter. You know, when when you look at it that way, and and you're right. You're 100% right. Donaldson, is he close to coming back on the offensive line? And is there a spot for him if he does? You expect him to play this year on the O line? I hope. I hope he plays this year. I can tell you that he's running. I can tell you that he it's a he is a, an amazing athlete to me that a guy that is three over 350 let's just give him that he's running right now he's moving around he's rehabbing on the field but he's not in pads so okay uh, you know he's gonna have to when i see him going to pads i would say he's two to four weeks out you know and i would like since it's a it's a freebie year i'd like to get him on the field and yeah. can he help i think he can help he can at worst case scenario He's going to increase competition. And when you go back and think about as far as rankings go, two of Miami's highest-ranked guys, Russo and Donaldson, weren't in that game last week. Now, Russo opted out at the beginning of the year. Donaldson's injured. But when you're playing an elite team, you want your elite athletes, and Donaldson's not available, and and Russo, we understand why. But he's – I hope he gets back. Joe, he's an amazing guy. I mean, he run – he finished, and I think the number's 31 tens at three, over 350 or over 360. Yeah, that, that's time. pretty good. No, he's no, he, he's, he's uh, a, a big, big, strong guy and would definitely add something to the team. Can I ask you about something I've been harping on? If, if I'm hitting it too much, I, I'm just curious. What, what are your thoughts on uh, the three wide receivers that have been playing? The three it's oldest time to produce. players. Huh? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's time to produce. 
there's something that I spend a lot of time on and I believe in is that you can have guys, and you've seen this forever, you have guys that can run, you have guys that can jump, you have guys that are great in the 40, are great in the vertical jump, but sometimes that doesn't mean you're a great football player today. I think that you know, the ratings that these receivers, those top three guys came out of high school with, maybe put some undue pressure on them. They are getting better incrementally, but they are not. Miami does not have a great wide receiver. They've got a very, very good tight end or a couple of very, very good tight ends. They've got some promising prospects behind the, the first three guys, but there's not, I don't think we're reaching by saying, there's not a great college wide receiver on the roster at this second that has produced for Miami. I think if the coaches were to be honest, which they're never going to come on the radio with your show or our show and say it, you think they'd admit that the receivers haven't taken the step in this new offense that they thought they would, the the three guys that have been around the longest? I think it's they hoped they would. You know, I think they hoped that these three guys were going were gonna to graduate to the next level. I really believe that. And I believe that you're going to start seeing the Paytons and, the, and, and these other guys start getting more playing time, and that will either elevate these, the top three receivers or they're going to get surpassed. And you're, you're seeing that a little bit at the linebacker spot, right? You're starting to see some new names start coming into the linebacker spot because there's been more competition there. And I think competition is either going to raise the level of the guy in front of you or he's going to get jumped. Would that, would that be the other position you've been most disappointed with on, the, on this thing has been linebacker play with the wide receiver play? I'm more disappointed. Or my hopes, I had more hopes for the wide receivers. I am less disappointed at the linebacker spot because other than McLeod, nobody played. I mean, yeah. there, was, there was nobody that had a rep. To, I mean, Jennings hadn't played in two years. And, you know, look at if you're going to throw the striker position in that linebacker spot, I think Fireson just exceeded people's expectations, yeah, especially after last good. week, right? We lost three guys that started four years, and one guy left as the leading tackler in the history of the University of Miami. So to think that you're going to come in and plug and play some inexperienced players, I didn't have very very high expectations for that position. But I do believe that you've got some youth that was recruited there, and you're going to start seeing those guys play more you know, without question. Punt return. What mm-hmm. happens on return positions this week? I think you keep going with uh, Restrepo and – he looked very, very good early in camp, you know, and then they started working the older guys in. But he made freshman mistakes in a game that will he'll never have that's more difficult. He gets thrown yeah. in there to return kicks against the number one team in the nation, return punts, number one team in the nation, you know, on a rainy deal on national TV on game yeah. day. I think it's never going to get any tougher than that. And He's a talented, talented kid. I just what's holding him back is again experience, experience, yep. a grasp of what he's supposed to do. I mean, you saw him make high school play. He, he he thought he was back on high school acting that way. You don't touch a ball over your head at the ten. You don't. You run right. away from it. That's what happens when you play on one of those talented high school football teams. You get away with that, though. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> hey. Clemson's not a talented high school. They're they're a talented NFL team. Yeah, no, 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 no question. So, uh, so as you look at this, I, I think this this pick game. I know I've heard and and Manny talked about how good the defense is, and you mentioned it too. But this has got to be a, a game that you find a way to win because I feel like if they can win this game, it it'll help. Because I just look at a bunch of ACC teams that 
from week to week, it could go either way. Five or six of those teams. Do you agree with that? North Carolina, NC State, I, Virginia. I agree Jackson. with you completely. Okay, I I, yeah. I do, Joe. I, I agree. I just I happened to watch some NC State this morning. You know, they played Pitt, and I wanted to see what that. You know, I could look ahead a little bit. NC State is is, is going to be similar talent wise and what you're seeing different philosophies but Miami's got to win this football game you know last week you, you hoped you could win you wanted to see where you were really I mean you're you're on the road against the best team in college football for five years running and really some people have that conversation they're the top four for 10 years you're at home at noon against a team you beat the last couple of years now mind you they're going to come to play they're talented they got as good a defense you know structurally and as a unit, they may give you – they may be better than what Clemson was defensively. I don't think they're better on the corners. And I don't know – I think they can run as good at linebacker. Now, But I will tell you, Pitt is troublesome. But Miami's got to win the football game. We've got to get right. – we've got to graduate from a, a hard loss to another loss. We can't have these two in a row or three in a row. No, no because this is past history of two, three, hangover. But, yeah, right. uh, they, they can't just show up and go, we're the you – you're, you're going to have to go out. That, that were the you thing where Sap used to run out on the field and all those guys and, and everybody goes, we're down two touchdowns right now while you're stretching. I mean, th- th- those days are over, right? The fear of no. the UM thing's got to be built back up. No, there's, there, that, is, that is long gone, and it's been a challenge to overcome it. But, you know, those guys earned a lot of that. There were were high-talented guys that played like Bubba Bolden. I mean, think about that now. You've been around this a very, very long time. He looks good. Yeah, but Joe, but Joe, how about the sideline and how about his demeanor? There was a hundred guys like that, not one or two. Everybody played and had, and even if you weren't playing, that's the type of player and the type of mentality that was on the Miami sideline for many, many years. And I hope that he's contagious. And you can tell that it's not a, it's not a front with him. He's not doing it for the cameras. And he, he is into this. And the thing that I'm going to talk about, what I would say about him, is he may love to win, but he hates losing more. And I, I believe that that is an ingredient that is priceless. Well, listen, nobody's, uh, as he's been in this program, he's got more comfortable and has stepped up to, like, when people go, wow, this guy's going to be playing at the next level. I, he's made it pretty clear the way he's played, mm-hmm. no matter what the competition is. I'm with you. Don, it's always great having you, man. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, good luck with everything tomorrow at uh, 12 o'clock against Pitt right here on 560 WQAM, man. Have a great weekend, Joe. I appreciate it. Joe Rose having some technical issues, but then again, these days, technical issues, that's just kind of the way we are. Then again, for me, there's always technical issues. I'm not quote-unquote tech savvy. Nonetheless, getting it done, true sign of a true champion right there. DBJ, he's going to be on the call with Joe Zagaki tomorrow. They've got the pregame, the postgame, the whole game kickoff at noon here on 560, the Joe WQAM. You can also hear DBJ and Joe Z weekdays, Tuesday and Wednesday to be exact, Tuesday for two hours from 6 to 8 for Hurricane Hotline, and then another hour on a Wednesday from 6 to 7 for Hurricane Weekly. Help DBJ out. He's not as tech-savvy as everyone else also. Hey, we're all got our drawbacks. I help him out. We get him on. He makes it happen. He also is your guy to go for shag carpeting, flooring, anything like that in South Florida. The dude gets it all done. 
Plus, he's a real funny guy. You can listen to his call tomorrow. He might even sneak in some of the funny lines from the Hawk and Crowder show. We've given him some really, really interesting stuff. A lot of times it just comes out of left field. He says movie lines and crazy things. And Joe Z is just kind of a gas. Just, okay, let's uh, continue on with the game. We're going to check in with Hawk and Crowder in just a little while. But next, we got these guys. Washington at the New York Giants. New York Giants minus two and a half. And can you please tell me the uh, the full name of the Washington team once again? It's the Washington football team. Yeah. That has to be the worst name in NFL history. So as a result, I'm going to take the Washington football team. Chris Jericho is the celebrity prognosticator for the Dan Lebetard show this week. In about five minutes, we're going to hear from him. Plus, it's a feel-good Friday. Don't let the weather get you down. I got some good reggae music next to make you feel good this Friday. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Welcome back to 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and it is a feel-good Friday. And this isn't exactly reggae music. It's more of Afro-world beat from the late, great Fela Cutty. But yesterday would have been Fela Cutty's birthday, so why not play his classic jam? Make you feel good this Friday. Water no get enemy! What a feel-good fella Friday. Fella Cutty. Yesterday would have been his birthday. I like the name of the song. Water No Get Enemy. Water No Get Enemy. Feel good fella Friday right there. Makes you feel really good. Dan Levitard Show. Been making the Miami area feel good for a long time and still doing it, doing it, and doing it well. Weekdays from 10 to noon right here on 560 The Joe. One of the great segments that they have done over the years. Celebrity Prognosticator. They have a wrestler, Chris Jericho, join them. Then they also tell us a little bit about Jeannie Buss. Oh, yes. Jeannie Buss. She is the man. Let's do our Celebrity <laughs> Prognosticator with the red-hot one-in-four Chris Jericho. And now it is time for Celebrity Prognosticator. Let's win some money. I gotta write these gems down. Hold on, uh, Jericho. You're a master promoter, and because we don't want to be people who just take from you, what is it that you need people to know about before we get to your picks for the week? Because you're red hot. Well, first of all, I told you last week. If I came back this week, I would want you to start referring to me as my new prognosticator name of Chrissy the Greek. So you can start by calling me that. Second of all, if you want to know what I'm doing, just Google me. Right now we got some big business here, baby. I got a 2-4 record and stay the chat because Chris the Greek has a big uh, okay. You got a, no- a lot of people <laughs> looking to us. All right, all right. So Google him nothing. if you want to know what he doesn't want to promote anything. He's just saying Chrissy the Greek. Fine, Chrissy the Greek. Baltimore at Philadelphia. Philadelphia a seven and a half point dog at home. Who does Chrissy the Greek have? I'm going with Baltimore. Uh, he likes chalk. That's what got him in trouble last week. Chicago at Carolina. Carolina minus 1.5. Who does Christy the Greek have? Carolina. 
Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Favorite at home. Who does Chrissy the Greek have? I got to go with uh, with uh, Big Ben again. Pittsburgh. Uh, Washington at the New York Giants. The Giants. Woof. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington at the New York Giants. New York Giants minus two and a half. And can you please tell me the uh, the full name of the Washington team once again? It's the Washington football team. Yeah. That has to be the worst name in NFL history. So as a result... I'm going to take the Washington football team. Settle down, Jack Action. Okay? <laughs> Settle down. It's Chrissy the Greek. There you go. <laughs> Not a lot better, frankly. Chrissy the Greek than Jack Action. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay uh, plus one, a favorite. Aaron Rodgers, your boy, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. against Tom Brady. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is my boy, but I live in Tampa, and last week was an ugly loss for Tampa. Brady ain't having it. He's going to go on a rampage this week. I'm going with the Bucks. There it is. Uh, Chris C. the Greek. Uh, so from now on, also, Chris Jericho, if you want to know what he's involved with, Google him. Uh, thank and you. Dynamite every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on TNT, or I'll get in trouble from my boss, uh, the Khan family, and the illustrious Jaguars. 7 p.m. Central. By the way, those lines were provided by Caesars William Hill. Jericho, when are you coming on Stupidity already? Let's go. I gave you Roger's number. Yeah, after six months, at the, at the, by the time he gave me his number, he forgot who I was. So Stugatz. It's unbelievable. Stugatz, you've been blaming Jericho for not getting back to you for months now, and Jericho did get back to you. You didn't get back to him. Like, how can you do that with a straight face? Because uh, I can. Chris, thank you for being on not with us. Not for us. long, baby. Not for long. <laughs> Next year, it's going to be Levitard and Chris the Greek. And Stu Gotts will be outside begging for quarters. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you, Jericho. Good that's talking fo- to you. That's because I'm following your gambling advice. Hey. hey one in hey, four. Hey, I'm good. Hey, just well. I'll be back next week, too, for more gems and, uh, and ways for you guys to make some money from Christy the Greek. See you next week, guys. <laughs> right, later. Okay. Very good. Uh, Mike Ryan, did you have anything on the subject of Jeannie Buss? Because I was trying to celebrate her and we got distracted by the things that we're doing around here. Yeah, she's had to overcome so much, even within her own family. When you think about gender dynamics and sexism and misogyny, remember, she actually had some bona fides, some credentials within that organization of being good at her job. And when Dr. Jerry Buss passes, she's not getting the team. It goes to her brother, who has zero of the credentials. When we talk about any of the Lakers' success, we talk about Jerry and, and Jeannie. And we never we never spoke about her brother. And her brother had a trial run, first crack at it, and he failed and written into the it's will. It's Succession. It's the movie that McK- it's the television show that McKay right. uh, executive produced on Succession, where the men, because it comes from the past and riches and a different time in America and the world, the men are in charge. The men are always in charge. And when it comes to the literal succession of the Lakers, the brother was a boob. They had to wrestle it away from the brother. The brother, the the woman loved basketball so much that she loved Phil Jackson. Like, was engaged to Phil Jackson. You had all that awkwardness there with Phil Phil Jackson was engaged to Jeannie Buss, a part of their connection, spiritual, loving connection that stays to this day, was basketball, was the love of basketball. Phil Jackson got run out of there because of at least the incompetence that was happening between, and I'll mention that, Stugat, drink that one in in terms of family dynamics. You're Jeannie Buss. Your father was a misogynist. Your brother's incompetent. Phil Jackson is your fiancé. You get bypassed at every turn. You get bypassed at the altar. You get bypassed uh, by your lineage. And now you're a champion with LeBron James, with the family business. 
you're the one who protected your father's name. Your father, a famous misogynist, like just famously a man who treated uh, women as objects. Right. Yeah, that moment where she's standing there accepting the trophy um, as the person who runs the Lakers had to feel very good for her, right? Based on all the stuff she's been I mean, through. she protected the family lineage. She protected, uh, like, her father benefited from Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Pat Riley, gave him a, a genius that he parlayed into Hollywood to making that team Hollywood's team, like Movie America team. Who's their most famous fan? Courtside at their games. Like, that's that's what that team, that team was Hollywood. And she was still trying to honor her father. Dr. Buss, because Magic was like a son to Dr. Buss, and Magic was still running the basketball operations. I mean, we we can still remember the disastrous season that was last year with Magic just announcing to everybody and backstabbing behind the scenes. Jeannie was the one person that was actually there for the glory days. Jim Buss can't go into a room and say, trust me, I got this. Jeannie's the one with the bona fides, the credentials, the championships to her name. So kudos to her for turning it around, and now she sits atop the mountain. Absorb this, Dugan. Absorb what it is we're saying. In at the the height of the the Me Too movement, as you see everything that's happening in America right now, where women and minorities are finding their voice, fighting for what we're talking about here, equality. Now absorb what just happened with the Lakers. It's not merely that she restored the family name. She did it in a way. That her brother couldn't, that Phil Jackson couldn't, and that Magic Johnson couldn't. Like, look at those three men, look at their credentials, look at who was put in charge of that organization, and look at who it is is holding up the trophy today for the Lakers. Because it is a, whim it is a woman who restored them, and it is a woman who restored them when basketball legends couldn't. Yes, the perfect Dan Lebetard segment. You got some joking around with... Chris Jericho, celebrity prognosticator. Then you kind of joked around about Jeannie Buss, but at the same time, very serious, giving you some insight into how she had the skills to make mills, but didn't exactly get the keys to the car. But then when she did get the keys to the car, she showed everyone she did. Crazy great stuff. The Lakers, unfortunately, at the hands of the Heat, are world champs once again. People in South Florida still kind of bitter, team petty about LeBron James. I produced every single one of those NBA Finals games. And let me tell you, if everything went right, it was all me. Things started going wrong on the broadcast, it was all me. Whew! It was some stressful, crazy times, but got it done. Ready for next year? Uh, let's check in with Hawk and Crowder. Damn, set your ass down and shut up. Set your ass down. Set your ass down. Set your ass down. Uh-oh, speaking about the NBA Finals, speaking of Hawk and Crowder, an emergency edition of Set Your Ass Down, next. Plus, it's a feel-good Friday, so I got some more rhythm reggae music to make you feel good this Friday. This is 560 The Joe, Radio Rewind. Against the truth, Dirty Babylon, why you try and confuse? Tell me why you fight against the truth. 
This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. My guy right here, Taiwan MC with Mr. Babylon. Yeah, I know it's rainy and trafficy, if that's a word, out around the South Florida area. So maybe a little bit of reggae make you feel good on this feel-good Friday. I'll tell you, Taiwan MC, he's been getting me through. I mentioned in the last segment, I was the executive producer for the Heat playoff run, and whoo, it was stressful. So a lot of mornings I would wake up, throw on some Taiwan MC, just kind of catch my vibe before the stressful day begins. So maybe this will help you catch some good vibes and some irie as you go into the weekend, no matter how crazy the world might be for you right now. Taiwan MC, not from Taiwan, not Taiwanese. He's actually French. Long story. Maybe one day we'll get into it. Nonetheless, know that his reggae is great. A French reggae artist by the name of taiwan mc makes sense yes very much so just like the hawk and crowder show it always makes sense even when it's not making sense it is making sense weekdays from two to six right here on 560 the joe today fun friday football friday but uh 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 mr Dion waiters you have made us call an emergency edition of sat your ass down we have an emergency sat your ass down on this football Friday. Solana is bubbling over with sat your ass downness. And uh, he has called. We haven't played this in a while. And uh, we used to do it every Monday. We'll bring it back today because Solana cannot contain himself. So uh, fire off the open for sat your ass down. Damn, sat your ass down and shut up. Sat your ass down. Set your ass down. Set your ass down. Dion, set your ass down and shut up. Holla, holla, Sit holla, down. Holla, holla. I mean, Dion Waiters was the genesis of Set Your Ass Down. Yes. That came from your explanation of what happened on that flight with the gummy bears. He gonna get high and get scared. Set your ass down. Yes, I still agree with my assessment. Well... Dion Waiters has set off Solana, and he, he requested and has been granted an emergency satcho ass down. Solana, the floor is yours. I'm sure you've all heard this clip already. If you haven't, I will play it for you. Here's Dion Waiters after the Los Angeles Lakers win the NBA championship, taking credit like if he did anything. Here's Dion. Is this the end of the year I had? Yeah. Y'all would love that story, you know what I'm saying? They counted me out, they tried to, you know, you know what they tried to, they tried to sabotage cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm not Philly cheese, no. I'm not bubble cheese. No. Call me double C. Yeah. Double C. I'm double. champ cheese. Mm. Mr. Bet on yourself and double the f- down. down. They talking about champ who was cheese. there when we was there, bro, starving, huh? Mm. <laughs> I mean, is, they, he, uh, is he eating gummies still? Like They what? tried to keep him down. They tried to keep him down, Solana. Now he's a champion, a champion cheese. Nobody tried to keep him down. You showed up to training camp fat, 
<laughs> and then you ate edibles on a plane. Even when the Heat were gonna try to work you back into the lineup, you proved that you did not belong with the Miami Heat. You proved you have zero Heat DNA, and you proved you have Heat culture, and now you're trying to take credit for a ring that you literally took zero minutes to be a part of. Literally played zero minutes in the finals. They didn't even give him a team polo. He was wearing Gucci on the sidelines, probably fake with your fake ass, Dion. Sat your ass down. Wow, now you see why we had to have an emergency sat your ass down. If uh, if your gums weren't all stitched up, it may have hit harder. But champ it was hard cheese. To- <laughs> Mount Rushmore of the worst cheeses. I'm throwing champ cheese on all four. It's such a terrible nickname, too. Call me CC. And then, you know, like like he's laying up, you know, something that's going to be so uh, profound. Champ cheese. And did y'all, hear, did y'all hear them square-ass dudes co-signing in the background? Hey, like, yeah. yeah, champ yeah. cheese. Yeah. Those yeah. are the same square-ass dudes that let him get high on the plane and act scary. <laughs> I told you, man, you got to keep the squares out the circle. <laughs> Dion's stats throughout the playoffs were two half and half. Two half and half. LeVar Ball has better numbers than Deion Waiters had in the playoffs. Deion, Champ Cheese, whatever the hell you call yourself. I'm with you, Solana. Set your ass down. We're not going to take calls today for set your ass down, but I'll go around the room real quick in case anybody has one. I'll do a quick one. Adam Sandler, you made a, a movie called Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hubie Halloween? It's racking up massive views on Netflix. Hey, do more uncut gem stuff. You're making me look bad. Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Set your ass down, Adam Sandler. Crowder, you got one? Adam's chasing that check. Yes, I have one. I know. No shame in that. I, I give him credit for that. Dion was chasing that check. Quickly talked about it all week, and I'm with Adam Gase. He needs to set his ass down, acting like he did not try to ruin Le'Veon Bell's career. If he tried or he didn't try, he is not good with running backs. Admit it and stop acting like, oh, it's just the system. Adam Gase, I hope you can set your ass down forever because you get fired and should never get another head coaching job for sure the remainder of your life. I hope you can set your ass down forever, Adam Gase. Dan Day, real quick, you have any set your ass down uh, locked and loaded and ready to go? Hard to follow those, especially Champ Cheese. Yes, EC, yes, EC. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to go with this thickhead in New Orleans who decides to not only try to steal the owner of the Saints and the Pelicans, Gail Benson's car, but steal it with her in it. Miss Benson has given (laughs) millions and millions and millions of dollars to not just New Orleans, but the Gulf Coast for restoration and charity. And this dude, our girl, whoever it is, going to try to rob her, take her out of her car and take her car. And she's about a hundred year old widow. So whoever that is, set your ass down. How did I not hear that story? It just happened. Oh, it did? Okay. I was like, wow, that seems like a big story. I mean... She's uh yeah, she's very old and uh and why would you try to steal a car with her in it? It seems uh, very rude. Very rude. I think y'all both answered the question cuz she's old and she's yeah. in a nice car. Hey, we can I handle guess so. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Dan. I'm with you, Dan. Set your ass down, thief. Maybe it was champ cheese. Champ cheese. <laughs> Set your ass down. Very good emergency round of set your ass down. That is what I'm talking about right there. Sometimes you just got to sat some asses down. I think everyone really stepped it up, especially Solana, because Champ Cheese, that is garbage right there. Deion Waiters barely even had a cup of coffee in the NBA this year, but he played for both 
teams that were in the NBA Finals, so he was guaranteed a ring either other way. Oh, goodness gracious. He needs to sat his ass down, and hopefully he did get his ass sat down. As you can tell, we have fun on the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 2 to 6 right here on 560. The Joe, we're always doing something fun. If you don't catch it all, it's okay. Catch as much as you can. And if you can't catch as much as you can, you can always catch the Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. It is a Friday tradition where I kind of put together the week that was Hawk and Crowder. Bon appetit! Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Let's go, baby. Highlight. Talk, you remember when you could just stand there at a party and just stand there and the girl did all the work in front of you? No. It's fixing, replacing, and restoring. Okay. What's that? I, I I didn't have my I I didn't oh, have okay. my read with me. Yeah, so I had to trying find to do it, it by memory. Yeah, and I messed up <laughs> right. a little bit. Yeah, I uh, thought I had a date. You got it now. You got it now. Because I'll go math. back to the I'll go back to Space Mountain if you need. Take your right hand and no. punch your left forearm as hard as you can. Hi. This is my specialty, really. You know how I keep it quick. But Play enough today. of your sex life. Hey. hey. Well, kickers are like condoms. You 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 only miss them when you need them. Tell you what, I hit it three times, I'm a wife of Mmm, delicioso. Proud partner? Is that what you're saying? You said, what now? What you got there? What you, what'd you say now? Three feet for the size of one foot. Like condoms, you only miss them when you need them. I wish I had that, man. I could get off the stool softeners. I just... I'm pleased. <laughs> That is pretty much the perfect encapsulation of what the Hawk and Crowder show is all about. You can download or rehear those Hawkman highlights, Crowder crowd pleasers, this show, or any of the shows you hear on 560 The Joe by going to our website, wqam.com, the radio.com app, or wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. If I'm talking too fast, I have been drinking a lot of coffee today. I get that black coffee going in the morning after about four hours of sleep, and it's just no problem. Hit me up Twitter, social media. At Dan Day Radio. A lot of people hit me up today saying, oh, they know I'm from New Orleans. Tulane playing tonight. You excited? I'm like, "Mm, no. People from New Orleans aren't really excited about Tulane. I also graduated from LSU down the road. And LSU and Tulane are rivals, but not really rivals. It's kind of like FIU and the U. They're rivals, but they're not. That's a really good kind of explanation of what LSU and Tulane are. They're like FIU and the U. They're rivals, but they're not really rivals, and people from Miami, for the most part, identify with the U more than FIU, even if they went to FIU. You understand what I'm saying. If you're from South Florida, you understand it. If you're from South Louisiana and you're listening right now on the Radio.com app, you know what I'm saying. You're LSU, LSU, LSU. If Tulane wins a game, yeah, good, cool, great, but you're really all LSU, just like here. You're usually the U! And then, let's go FIU. Not hating on FIU. Beautiful ladies, beautiful campus, great school. Alejandro Solana that we work with on the Hog and Crowder Show, a proud graduate from there, very good school. But still, most people identify with the U. And if you love the U, you can hear them play Pitt tomorrow. Kickoff's at noon. The whole nine yards, pardon the pun, plus the pregame, the postgame, right here 
on 560 The Joe. That's for you. So Tulane go. They're down 10 to 7 to SMU. But it's not the end of the world for me and Tulane. And most New Orleanians will agree Tulane's cool. But if they had a choice between LSU and Tulane, it would be LSU. I'm going to leave that issue alone. Just kind of giving you some insight into that. You know how it is here in South Florida. It is a Friday. We've had some good feel-good music throughout the show. We've had the Hawkman highlights, the Crowder crowd pleasers, heard from the Joe Rose show. That's your mornings. Dan Levitard show. That's your middle of the day. Hawk and Crowder. That is your afternoons. Crowder's supposed to be coaching a high school football game right now. He's a defensive coordinator playing St. Thomas Aquinas. Whew. That's some heavy stuff. Of course, he used to teach at the U school, but they don't have football this year, so they've partnered up with True Academy Saints, one of those teams. It's supposed to be a heavyweight matchup in this heavyweight nasty weather. Ooh, not exactly football weather, but hey, sometimes it's like black beauty. You muck it up a little bit, you come faster, stronger, better. Wish my dude, dude, Crowder, the best of luck tonight in that game. Hopefully he doesn't get too wet and just to run all over. He's got it. He's got a defensive game plan. He has got it covered. Once again, download the podcast wherever you get the podcast for absolutely free, radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Going to be stepping out, going to go home. Of course, going to watch that two-lane game because, you know, I'm so interested in it. Some Major League Baseball, Astros, Tampa Bay playing, the Dodgers going to be playing Atlanta later on tonight. Then, Probably going to watch the Dolly Parton documentary on Netflix because I love me some Dolly Parton. And then whatever else happens on Netflix, make some rice. After all, like I said, I'm from South Louisiana. I'm Cajun. I do know how to make some good rice. Eat some rice and get back at it for the weekend. I hope you stay safe. I hope you have a great weekend. I know there's a lot of craziness going on in this world. Hopefully we can give you a little reprieve from it right here. And we're going to do it again, starting with the best of the Joe Show, better known as... 560 The Joe Radio Rewind, Monday, 6 o'clock. I am Dan Day. Thanks again. This has been 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.